Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paul Hawksby. And I am Luke Moore. That's right. Luke uh, has joined us today. He'll be here tomorrow. He's here for a couple of times, a few occasions, actually, over the next couple of weeks while Andy is away. And this is the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. And uh, we had some very good guests, didn't we? We had some very good people today. Uh, it was a baptism of fire for me, but I enjoyed every second of it. And I particularly enjoyed uh, Luke Kempner, impressionist. Yeah. A very funny man. He is, yeah. Very the funniest good. Luke on the show today, for sure. <laughs> without question. Don't beat yourself up. No, he was good. He was very good. And uh, he gave us a few old favourites and a few new ones as well. Luke has been in before, of course. Yeah. Um, also, we spoke about um, a very interesting chat with the people from the world of fencing who are willing to embrace uh, lightsaber fights in the Olympics. Yeah. Bring in, uh, bring in um, fencing into the 45th century. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> it was bizarre, but, you know, in, in some ways, uh, quite a decent thing to do. So you'll hear that. Uh, we had a chat about uh, various matters, some of it football, uh, some of it not, and uh, we'll bring you that as well. So here we are. These are the best bits of this afternoon's show. Enjoy. <laughs> I thought the easiest way possibly to do it is to find out a bit about you. And I'm right. going, because you're going to be with me for quite a few times over the next uh, few weeks. Great. Is is to do an old-style 1970s focus on from Shoot Magazine <laughs> okay. and put you through that process. So let's All kick right. it off then. Here we go then. Uh, focus on Luke Moore. This is exciting. Um, full name. Luke Aaron Moore, A A R O N. This Aaron Moore. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, like Elvis. That's that's, that's where the similarities end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, birthplace, uh, Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Okay. Yeah. Birth date, twentieth of September. Um, you're not saying what year. You're Every up... year, Paul. Every okay. year. <laughs> Nin- 1980. 1980. Height, uh, six three. Six three. Yeah. Weight, <sighs> about three stone higher than it should be. Okay, say, yeah. fair enough. Married. Yes. Okay. I was when I left the house this morning. Anything yeah. <laughs> yeah. could happen over the next three yeah. hours. Yeah. Children? None. These are all questions that will put the Peter Taylor, were uh, they? the former Spurs and Palace winger, okay. uh, and indeed manager. Well, listen, if you start them. talking about playing careers, that's when I'm going to fall down. I think. Previous clubs. I mean, you didn't have any previous clubs. <laughs> the Football that? Ramble. Yeah. Still, well, still a current yeah. club, of course. Football Ramble and the season ticket. Yeah, exactly. On the that's continent, right. which is our European football show. Loads of, loads of different places. A car. Yes, I have a car. Uh, can you tell us what it is? It's an Audi A4. It's an Audi A4. Yeah. Um, Peter Taylor at this time had a Ford Capri XL and brackets for oh, sale. He was I trying, was to, trying it, to sell it. Trying in to sell column. it through shoot. He was, my yeah, my yeah. granddad used to have a Ford Capri. What <clears> a car. Amazing yeah, yeah. car. Yeah. So, uh, favourite player? Good question. I would probably have to say either Paul Gascoigne. 
Yeah. Or Robert Prosonecki, I'd say. Okay, well, that's an interesting... Well, because he played with Portsmouth for a season, didn't he? Oh, he wowed us. He wowed us down the South Coast, and I'll never forget it. Favourite other team? I mean, because obviously they were working on the base that Peter Taylor's favourite team was the one he was playing for at the time. I don't really have a favourite other team. Apart from Portsmouth, your team. Yeah, Portsmouth the team I support. Um, I currently have a season ticket at Spurs. Oh, okay. Just because it's convenient to go there. It was going to be for the new stadium, but of course that didn't manifest itself. So we're stuck at Wembley going... uh, Because I like to to go to football regularly and it's not always uh, convenient to go down to the South Coast every time. So... But no, no other team than Portland. Can I say Spurs then? I can't say Spurs can't is favourite other team. Okay, I think you'd well, love to say Spurs, wouldn't yeah. you? But uh, you can't. Most difficult opponent? <laughs> it's got to be Simon Jordan, probably. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, Simon Jordan. Yeah, okay. Most memorable matches? Um, I'll tell you what. Do you mean actually attending? or well, just no, I'm guessing. Yeah, you, I mean, I'm going, well, it can be either. Whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. Um, Peter Taylor, of course, talked about his England debuts you know under the 23s ma- and four caps. Oh, you don't want to hear about my, my lack of a playing career. I mean, that would be beyond boring for the people <laughs> listening at home. But the, do you know what? The, recently, mm. let's go for a more recent one. Yeah. The game, England's first game in the World Cup in the summer just gone. Yeah. We had a football ramble party at a hotel in East London and it was packed to the rafters. And the way that England won that game is something I'll never forget. The atmosphere was incredible there. Uh, and so I'd have to say something like that. I also was lucky enough to go to England against Sweden in Euro 2012. Yeah. It was a 3 2. Do you remember that game? Yeah, yeah. I think Danny Welbeck might have scored a beauty in that game. And I got to see Zlatan play at the same time. So that was really good as well. They're the, couple, they're the two that spring to mind, both England games. Portsmouth winning yeah. the FA Cup final, of course, 2008. Yeah. That was a terrible game. It was. But um, I enjoyed it for, for a number of different reasons. And I, got, I enjoyed it for several hours afterwards as well. I have bad memories of the semi final, but we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, biggest thrill. Oh, it's got to be working with you, Paul, isn't it? Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, biggest disappointment? It's got to be working with you, Paul, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, best country visited? Uh, my wife's American, so I'll say the US. Okay. Uh, Favourite food? All of it. Uh, all of it? Yeah. Okay. Peter, just a, a What reference. did Peter say? He went fillet steak and salad. <laughs> That's the thing. The great yeah. thing about this sort of era of columns <laughs> yeah. and coverage is that at no point was any journalist deterred by the fact that footballers are already boring. They yeah. just carried on pressing <laughs> on, just ploughing through it, didn't they? Uh, yeah, Philip State. We probably had that pre-match, old Pete, which yeah. it doesn't sit quite as well these days. You know, Alan Shearer famously used to eat chicken and beans. Chicken and beans yeah. was his thing. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, miscellaneous likes. Uh, it's, <laughs> great. it's a great question, isn't it? Miscellaneous yeah. likes. Um, Shall I give you Pete's as a reference? Yeah, go on. Golf playing records. My Sunday pint. I like. I mean, I'm terrible at golf, but I like all those things. I okay. love playing records. I love a Sunday pint. I love a Sunday roast. Okay, you know, with fair a pint, enough. You know. We'll add that. Pre-match yeah. Sunday roast. Yeah. Miscellaneous dislikes. Oh, no, I'm all about <clears> love. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Uh, shopping and gardening, Peter went with. Favourite TV shows? I love gardening. What's wrong with gardening? Okay, well, I don't know. Yeah. He just he wasn't very... Um, Favourite TV shows? Have you uh, lived in a flat? The, the, the Holy Trinity for me are yeah. The Sopranos, yeah. The Wire... And Breaking Bad. Not Who Do You Do, Kojak and other sports programmes. <laughs> Kojak. Times have changed. <laughs> um, Favourite singers? Um, Bob Dylan, Nick Cave, Neil Young, David Bowie. No Paul McCartney or Gladys Knight. So you won't be having I've a, got no problem. You won't be having a those. Sunday pint with Peter Taylor. You'd have no touchstones, no, would you really? I wouldn't, no. We'd have, Fa- we'd have very little in common, wouldn't we? Yeah. Apart from his four Capri, which I'd like to get <laughs> well, have a spin in. Yeah. Um, Favourite actor, actress? God, now you're asking. <laughs> Favourite actor, probably, I'd probably say Daniel Day-Lewis. Okay, that's very good. Actress, well, we'll leave that one. You might want to come back to that. Best friend? Uh, my best friend. You don't I've, alienate people. I've times have changed. Of, I've got a couple of best friends. Yeah, okay. really. You want to give them a name Duncan check? Duncan and, and Jimmy and Tommy and Dan and John. 
Yeah, a few. There's quite a few. You've not left yeah. anybody out. No, no. I've, what I've done there is I've used quite common names, so any, yeah. anyone listening can think of his name. <laughs> Biggest influences on your career? Danny Kelly, the big man. Well, of course, it yeah. has to be, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and hopefully you at the end of this run. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, biggest drag in soccer. I love the word um, the use of drag Do you know and what? Soccer. I've got a real bee in my bonnet about it. It yeah. manifests itself in the World Cup in the summer. Yeah. How long it takes to take free kicks. It really annoys me. <laughs> the game is so slowed down by it, so I'll say that. Okay, not losing in coach journeys. But it's slightly different. How many coach journeys have you been on in your life? No, not, I don't, I don't take the coach to the football. International no. honours, we'll leave that one. Unless you have. <laughs> have you got any international no, honours? Okay. Absolutely no honours at all. Personal ambition. Um, personal ambition, uh, just to get through the next two and a four hours, 40 minutes, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Uh, to be a millionaire was Peter Taylor. If he'd played 20 years later, he, he would have been within about 20 minutes. Definitely. Uh, professional ambition to, uh, have you got one of those? Really just to get through this unscathed. Yeah. Think, okay. Is, yeah. Well, you're doing yeah. pretty well so Thanks. far. If you weren't a footballer, what do you think you'd be? That's the class. <laughs> We're getting down to those questions now, the ones you know um, from these. Talk sport presenter. If you weren't a talk sport, yeah. If you weren't a podcaster, broadcaster, what do you think you'd be? <laughs> I'm Electrician, absolutely broke. Okay, I mean, broke. Yeah. Yeah. broke. Miserable is what Pete said. Yeah. And uh, this is the final one. You'll be pleased to hear. Which person in the world would you most like to meet? Um, I actually met Ricky Gervais a couple of weeks ago, and that was pretty amazing. So I, I would say that was a, an ambition fulfilled. So I'd say Gervais. Pretty good. You did yeah. well. Muhammad Ali, of course, this was at a time, Tally, when you could meet Muhammad mm. Ali. I don't know if Peter ever did. but I, just, I didn't even know you were going to do that. I know so, you no, yeah. he didn't. I just I completely sprung yeah. that on you. Hopefully just, now the listeners know a little <clears> bit more <throat> about me. Well, I think I just thought it might be a good way to do it, rather than yeah. me just asking you, where do you see yourself in five years' time? You know, yeah. Well, I'll let you know. Yeah. That wouldn't have been right. I no. thought to do it in the style of an old 70s That's perfect. On. I mean, And the people who are still listening yeah. um, will, will have enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you know more about him than you do about me, to be honest. Yeah. So thank you, Luke. No, well, no, done. of course. Pleasure. Uh, so we, we, we get stuck into the football. Maybe you should do that with a friend one night. I will. do you think? Yeah, uh, I think not, I will do, yeah. Talk sport listening. Just dig out one of these and put... You learn so much about a person from old shoots. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. It's always uh, difficult for sports looking to reinvent themselves. Uh, and um, this is the case with fencing, potentially. They've, they have not ruled anything out to the point where they wouldn't say no to the idea of the lightsaber being introduced into yeah. the Olympics. Yeah, it started out as um, a way, I think, to encourage young people to engage in exercise, but it's been registered as a, as a sport officially in France, according right. to some newspaper reports this week. Let's speak to James Craig, commercial manager of British Fencing. Good afternoon, James. Hi, James. Hi. Hi, Paul. Hi, Luke. Thanks for having me on today. Pleasure. I mean, how do you look? It feels a bit gimmicky and, uh, you know, slightly tongue-in-cheek, but, I mean, look, would you rule it out? The French seem to have embraced it. Would you rule out encouraging people to go down this route if it ultimately got them into fencing? Absolutely. No, we would. Um, the last three or four years, we've actually been doing um, a host of activity around lightsaber. I think we've just been doing it in a slightly different way. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I absolutely, you know, my personal view is, you know, seeing the lightsaber at the Olympics would be fantastic. It certainly um, attracts a different audience, you know, those kind of non-sporty types. I mean, it appeals to both. Um, but certainly, I think the, the French Federation kind of coming out with their statement about attractive non-actives it's certainly one of the interesting points for you know our sport england participation programs but within my space um you know we've been crowned you know the last two years creating the family partners and there's 250,000 people that tried fencing last year so a lot of people in the uk think fencing is quite niche i don't know what you guys think Paul yeah. and Luke, but. Well, 
well, it, I tell, I turns fifty is not too niche. It's a sport I find that when it's on in the Olympics, I really enjoy watching. Same, absolutely, 100%. and I think this 100%. is great. Mm. But then, um, with respect, I kind of tend to forget about it for four years, well, which is not pr- presumably which is not great, uh, is it? presumably f- films. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm very much a layman in the fencing arena. So oh, if, yeah. you'll, if you'll forgive me, James, me too. No, uh, it's fine. I'm not a fencer. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> it, 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 it's just that. You know, presumably, movies, sword fighting in movies, these yeah. sort of swashbuckling type epics yeah. are very important yeah. in the popularity yeah. of fencing. So, in a way, this Star Wars thing makes perfect sense to inspire a generation of young people to get involved in the similar principle, right? Yeah, absolutely right. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's not just what we're trying to do and what we, we, ha- we have been doing, um, as I say, with these 40 million people. I'm trying to work with you know, people directly, these organisations, to, to look at sword play rather than fencing. I think yeah. it's all very much about how you position it. And we're trying to be participant focused. So, I mean, we did a few weeks ago a lightsaber event for one of our national partners, the Scouts Association. It, we, we went down, you know, huge smiles and, and everything like that. So, with any context, sport or business, you want to get people at that point of smiling. Um, and yeah. whether it's Zorro or, or whatever, you know, uh, lightsaber Jedi's, you know, we want to be able to have our coaches be able to adapt to to that participant and that, that person because it's not one size fits all. Mm. I think probably sports have um, traditionally. Um, not to get my soapbox too much here, Paul and Luke, but um, been working in the sector for a while. You know, um, it's quite quite top down. So a lot of what we've been doing is working with lightsaber organisations to learn about what their pathway is, and and try to collaborate and kind of get our kind of you know coach education system in a good order, which we feel it is now. Um, and kind of work with these lightsaber organisations to kind of create content. Um, it sounds a bit odd to say that, you know, to kind of create content in the sense of within the community space. So we work with Centre Parks and PGL um, as examples. Um, I don't know if you've heard of them, uh, those organisations. Well, I've certainly heard of Centre Parks. Well, you go in yeah. and they put on sort of demonstrations and stuff, do they? Yeah, yeah well, we, we're equipping, um, we, we call them a core coach, so an entry-level qualification their activity professionals would undertake. And they can deliver foam, plastic, metal, and now soon to be lightsaber this year. The French Federation um, are recognising as an official support uh, sport. Right. We're we're looking at kind of collaborating more and kind of creating more of a bottom up approach to to kind of create, as I say, like asking Paul and Luke, you know, where, you know, why are you interested in coming to the fencing session today at Centre Park? Yeah. Well, if we, we could well, we could yeah. sort out our differences, Pompey Spurs and a, with a couple of lightsabers. Are they yeah. are they um, are they kind of what are they made of? What are they like? Are they they're not those old strip lights. Don't try that at home, kids. <laughs> that we used to mess do, about do with when I was a kid. Them out of strip lights, yeah, let's not do that because they they're full um, of powder and they explode. Kids, don't try that at home. That's don't listen to Uncle Paul. But the no, are they no. plastic uh, with a kind of well, how do they what are they what are they made of? There's only one or two people who kind of manufacture them. Yeah. Um, I point people towards our official spy. Liam Paul, who actually stock um, a really nice lightsaber okay. and developed by a company called JQ Sabers. But yeah, um, they're not too far off what you described. But, um, are they expensive, James? More. How much do they cost? Uh, I think on their website, it retails around 150 um, right, okay. but, kind of, um, but you know, the thing, I, I don't know what you see and what your audience see, but I, in the Christmas market where I, I, I live at Christmas time, I constantly see the lightsabers, which are a few pounds. Mm, yeah. And they go off the show, you know, and they're so popular. So, again, it's about you know, where you want that activity to land and you don't need a £150 lightsaber straight away, especially if you're trying to, you know, one of the things that we're trying to do with schools is, you know, engage those non-actives. You don't need a £150 lightsaber. Um, but, you know, if you've got someone, you can go in there, deliver sword play type activity and, you know, you could have a nice £150 one in there. So, one, you know, one of them to show them what it's about. But, you know, we've seen, we've seen that kind of like even foam lightsabers um, work really well. 
Um, and, you know, it's just a, it's, a, it's the storytelling more than anything. It's the content and, and how you position it and making sure that the, com- the coach is confident to, to use terms like Jedi and, you know, um, and, and things like that kind of captures the imagination. Yeah, they need to they need to blend it. I think because you know fencing should mm-hmm. deserve to be a lot cooler than it actually is because yeah. it's it's essentially based on sword fighting, which is mm. brilliant. We've had sort of Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff like that to get exactly. the kids into it. They I wear mean, those futuristic masks. Maybe as well. we should have like yeah. the cutlass. We could have cutlass yeah. fighting in the Olympics. That'd be good. And yeah. that would that would be good. Wouldn't have the, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just wondering the so the noise, the lightsaber noise, which we all know, of mm. course, I won't do the noise. Mm. I mean, does I think you should do does, the noise. Does does that fit? I, 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 can you do the, <laughs> noise? Do the noise? Probably not. I won't do approximate with the noise we all know what it is we're all doing it now yeah. in our heads yeah so but do they do that during the event is somebody <laughs> darth vader up is somebody luke skywalker up do they wear the clothes yeah, do they? Some do. Oh, yeah. yeah from what i've seen from the press releases the french federation just like any uh, kind of governing body of a sport yeah. you know put kind of the rules and the governance around it and kind of created a format which i think is really exciting uh, Darth Vader's outfit isn't isn't practical for it. It's I mean, not. You think it's, about it's, it. It's, it's not. not it's, like, it's very flowing, isn't it? You know, it, you'd be slowed down. What Luke Skywalker wears in Star Wars is yeah. going to be perfect for that. I love the way you're thinking about the, the outfit. Practicality. You know. Look, we're out of time, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> um, but it's been really good to talk to you, James. It's Thanks, great James. that your sport, rather than sort of just saying, "Oh, this is for kids," poo-pooing it, we're embracing it and can see that it will feed into what you do. So, fair play to you, and thanks very much for joining us today. Thank you very much. Cheers, Paul. Thanks isn't that cheers, sensible, James. isn't it? As a sport, yeah. a innovation. Okay. People are doing about. this. If it gets yeah. kids into it, who cares the, the route they take? You know what'll well, be next, don't you? It'll be Marvel. You think All that Marvel stuff will be superheroes. next? Superheroes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Some of those things are a, a bit more difficult to pull off in terms <laughs> yeah. of skills, aren't they? Fire out of your eyes. You've got, and stuff you've like got that. to have ambition. That's a lot of work. You've got to have ambition. $154, I'm seeing us a, a lightsaber that we, that's for sale in the States at the moment. Did you know the very, the very first fencing manual was written around 1458? Really? I mean, it must be one of the oldest sports there is. It must be. Yeah. And so it's probably a bit of a jury revamp, you know, yeah. so. And we talked about getting the kids in. When was the first Star Wars film? 77. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, yeah but there's new ones kids. out now. There's new ones Yeah, out of now. course, yeah. they are still yeah. doing it. But anyway, all I've got, by the way, is uh, Aaron Obi-Wan Bissaka. But that's all I've got. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, it's not going to get any better or any worse than that. Uh, we got other stuff to... Uh, uh, what's the, Mille, just... Mille Jedi Knack. Is you saying Ian Skywalker? Why are you saying Ian Skywalker? Ian Walker. Are we Ian Walker? <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. Another one just, for the kids. I thought somebody <laughs> was coming on later on. I thought, that's a coincidence. We've just been talking about Star Wars. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Making a welcome return to the studio is uh, impressionist comedian Luke Kempner. Luke, good to see you. Good to see you. I'm very happy to be back. Yes. House of Faces, you are touring this year. Yes, I'm touring. Very exciting. In September, it's kind of my first tour, because I did a tour that was called The Only Way is Downton, but I wasn't sort of in it as myself. I was in it as lots Mm -hmm. of, you know, everyone from Mr. Carson to Mrs. Patmore. Um, But now, (laughs) this show is is all very exciting. And, uh, you know, it's got everyone has got, you know, Oh, Andy Murray will be there, of course, and it'll be great to, you know, hopefully see you guys there, especially now as I'm retired. Um, you know, and I've got Michael McIntyre is going to be there, and uh, you know, Jeremy Kyle, he's the sort of person that I quite enjoy because I can berate an audience. <laughs> uh, and it, this loads I got. I talk about you know my life in musical theatre, and I talk about how I auditioned for Hamilton and didn't wow. get it, and I'm absolutely fine about and, it. And uh, you've been working on the, some uh, some new voices, yes, as well. yes. Well, I, I just wanted to. I think, like, when I was last here, had I sort of, I'd done Louis Theroux, because he's kind of a new one that I've been doing, and it, you know, it's sort of that kind of voice that you don't know if, you know, is it is that okay? I mean, are we, are we enjoying here being the, in talk sport? I mean, I think the real the real test is, is whether you say it, and don't say the name, we have to guess it. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that is the, you know, that, that is the worst thing about being an impressionist. Someone, it's kind of someone not getting it, but, you know, yeah. there be, you could be doing someone who is so great, you know, is running a country. And Barack no Obama. Way, yeah. Yeah, that's it, mate. You've nailed it. <laughs> Maggie Smith, you do. I've done I've heard you do well, Maggie that's a, Smith. Really? Well, that, of course, is from my years being in town to Nappy, of course. And I tell you, I very much enjoy doing the older lady and yeah. uh, making her a little bit filthy. Yes, <laughs> of course. The uh, the thing is, I can hear, like I often said, impressions are a bit like pizza toppings, aren't they? You yes. start with you start with the cheese and tomato base, and you build. And you're Maggie Smith. Yes, uh, it does as a bit of a as a bit of an, an Alan Carr. Base, well, it? it's true because you know, I suppose if you know if that's Maggie Smith, yeah. and then you add a little bit of Cockney, you can hear it creeping in, and then <laughs> move it further at the back, and yeah. then you're absolutely there. And then you <laughs> develop that into Russell Brand. Because... Yeah, no, no. I suppose I'd take a little bit of the the yes out, yeah. and then you know, and then it sort of would be a little bit more Russell Brand. I'd have to, I suppose, it's a slightly higher in the head. Because <laughs> if, yeah. t- if I turn to look at you, the sitting opposite, and that he carries on talking, it is yeah. genuinely like. Sat, being sat next to that person yeah. it's amazing oh, it's amazing you, you, we would never have to get another guest again if you came in every day we could just get them and do everyone but it would be and great like the big, hanging out there well, the big talking point we've got you know we've had Liverpool play Bayern last night and it would yeah. be, if we could just hang around and we'd say let's get Christopher Biggins take on the Liverpool Bayern yeah. game last night well yes I mean I, I, you'd, you'd find it hard to stop me you know of all those men <laughs> running about after the ball I mean it was very exciting <laughs> 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 You've been doing an impression of a good mate of yours. Now, yes. you've been doing it for a while, kind of before. I mean, he's a fine comedian. He's been in this studio before. Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's found a new fame through for some coveted voiceover work. Well, this is the he? thing. So, like, you know, it's, it's, it's my very good friend, Ian Sterling. <laughs> and since he's done Love Island, I mean, it's been great because I've been able to use the voice. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember. I remember You're hoping they get famous. Well, that was a useless skill that you only ever did backstage. <laughs> well, I, I remember WhatsApping Ian about five years ago and, like, a little voice note going, Me, I think I can do the most accurate impression of you and he was like mate that sounds nothing like me I was like mate I think you find it does yeah. he's like mate you've got the inflection all wrong I was like mate I've got it spot on 
on. Yeah. But uh, and then I was like, you know, I remember when he got the phone call to say he was going to be doing Love Island, and I was definitely yeah. more excited than he yeah. was. Because <laughs> I've got to ask, how yeah. long does it take you to get to perfect it? Can you because do you go away and you work and work and work on it, or do you think, do you know what that person there, bang, as Paul was saying, it's just a slight change from that yeah. person, so I can do it. Well, it sort of varies, really, you know, because it's, it's people like Andy Murray that you know, and I could hear the tune of his voice, and I knew that um, I could if I just stayed on that tone that it would you know it would sound uh, like it, it, it didn't have to move too much too far from that um but then you know but then i thought on the way here because i always get asked oh, if you, you know even when i'm at the arsenal yeah i'm a season to get and people are like oh you know have you got your you got your emory impression down yet yeah. and, and i i haven't really but on the way here i was thinking oh, what would be the first things that i would pick up on because i've not, I genuinely haven't had time to watch a lot of his press conferences so i was watching some stuff on the way here and i was like well he always says good evening <laughs> and he always put, put instead of V's, he uses B's. Right? Yeah, like yeah. Rough on the Dow, does yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. So you got good, be- good evening and uh, defensive, defensive yeah. instead of defensive. Um, and then things like it, I, was, I noticed that he said instead of struggle, he was like we struggle. You know, yeah. And I think we've all struggled from time yeah. to time. Yeah. Another thing to listen to as well, Andy and I have been picking up on, is oh, that yeah. he, he accentuates certain words. So Ooh. he said uh, it was a very difficult second <gasps> half. <laughs> and he'll just accentuate, really he'll just accentuate the, I've noticed the, that a lot of Spanish, the wrong words I've noticed a lot of Spanish players and coaches they have a they say the words they say squad and quality they say squad oh and quality oh that's yeah. nice yeah. Emery probably does that as well yeah, so just check good listen evening. out for those suddenly yeah. random quite loud words yeah 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 I've, yeah, I've, yeah, I've like been I've, had, I've, had, I've got very excited because Paul spent the whole day telling me that you your Arsene Wenger is just something to behold have you not heard it before, I've never heard it I mean when you say my impression he's actually here in the of course studio. he's here. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, it's so lovely to see yeah, you. Well yeah, done yeah, on the yeah, Laurier yeah, Thank you very much. I just <laughs> take my seat here. I came along uh, with Luke in an Uber. Uh, it was, uh, took a little bit long, but uh, it's very yeah. nice to be here. And uh, I must say that I have been very free at the moment. Yeah, your David Seaman, your former keeper, was here uh, yes, this morning uh, on breakfast. I hope he's got rid of that ponytail. <laughs> yes, I, th- I believe he has. But uh, you, he's quite keen on you taking the Chelsea job, uh, Arthur. Oh, well, uh, look. I don't know about that. I must say, you know, I have respect for Sari at the moment. Um, is it too late to say Sari? I don't know. But uh, look, uh, it would be a top, top job. But uh, I don't think I could take a job in the Premier League uh, ever again. <laughs> so fantastic. That's me so, talking from my heart, not, yeah. from, uh, not from our sense. So we'll, uh, we'll hear all of the, the many voices you've been doing for us on the tour. Yes, I of course. It. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, it's a mix of stand-up and sketches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and singing. Uh, I mean, I'm basically... Basically, it's an hour of uh, an hour and a half of me showing off. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? And what? Who wouldn't want to be there for that? But you know, there's 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 about fifty voices in the show, uh, as well as loads of stories and sketches. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm really proud of it. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four p.m. on Talksport. Well, there we are. Uh, that was this afternoon. Uh, Luke and I back tomorrow. Dennis Wise among our guests. And uh, yeah, Luke, I enjoyed it. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for having me, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Yep. And thanks for downloading us. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.